We are I. There's an inherent ugliness to humans. And, uh, you know, I think that at one point in time, this served a, a very useful purpose, you know, where there was a lot more of just not survival of the fittest, but just survival, period. And the one thing that we've learned through, you know, the sands of time and the movies that are made and the books that are wrote and the poems that are wrote and the songs that are sung is that we realize that human beings have the ability to be very shitty because when survival is on the table, whether or not that this is actual survival today, or it's just tapping into that primal response of survival that we have not evolved out of yet. But when that response is tapped into, it makes us ugly people. You know, whether or not that is deserving of the situation or not. You know, and I say this by way of, I'm working at the the pumpkin patch yesterday. We have a, a huge event coming up tomorrow. You know, in three hours, there's supposed to be 5,000 people there. You know, on TikTok, this video got over 2 million views. There's people driving for up to four hours to be able to come to it, which is absolutely incredible. You know, running this event with a, with a co-sponsor of this pumpkin patch. But loading up pumpkins yesterday to be able to take down to this this farm, this other farm, to be able to, uh, to sell them tomorrow. And there's a guy from a road construction company that's doing some some work just maybe 20 feet away from where I'm picking these, these pumpkins. And he says, hey, man, you know, he's like, my boss told me that this pumpkin patch is, you know, for a, a nonprofit organization. And I was like, well, we're actually, you know, there's about 20 of us companies that got together to be able to grow this, this pumpkin patch while the proceeds are going to a, a certain organization, yes. And this is, uh, this is our way of being able to give back to the community. I've been doing this for about eight years now and, you know, really started about 11 years ago, 12 years ago. And it's been a stumbling process to get to this place. But I'm like, I realize that trying to work with adults is a waste of time. Like you have to work with kids. You have to work with the next generation that's coming our way because the bridge is already burnt with parents. And he's like, oh, don't get me started. And I was like, ooh, I shall. I shall, if you are going to tell me something like that, I shall get you started. Because I have a feeling you're going to tell me some stories about how shitty human beings can be. The same stories that I have that led me to believe over the first three years of working with my community that they just can't work with adults. So he's like, you know, he's like, I I put a lot of effort into my community, into my children. I, you know, I coach their their teams and you know, I make sure I go out of my way at my church to be able to volunteer. He's like, I volunteer at the soup kitchen and the and the pantry. And, you know, like I bring, like our family goes and we bring our kids along and, you know, we try to educate them. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, you know, you look like a really good dad. 
You look like a really good family man. Now, whether or not he is that, besides the point. But I'm like, you're doing the right things, bro. And he's like, you know, I see people when we're when we're giving out free meals to people in need. He's like, I see people come in and when we say, you know, how much do you need? And they're like, well, I need eight meals. And they're like, okay. Because I, I guess they're told not to say no, like you can't. But he's like, what happens is, he's like, I've seen it all the time. He's like, these people will sit down, they'll eat two or three meals. They'll get full and they'll just leave the other meals there and throw them in the garbage on their way out the door. He's like, the selfishness of that you can, that you have the abundance to be able to eat, to eat more than one meal, knowing that that could take away meals out of somebody else's or other people's mouths. Never mind to the fact that the extra that, you know, you took, that that also, you've discarded it. You don't even need it. And that's taken food out of other people's mouths. A man, a woman, a child, you know, a senior, doesn't matter. Just another human being. Because of your selfishness. That that's what that's led to. He's like, I see people come in that, you know, I know that have more than enough money. You know, if you're wearing gold chains, if you're this, that, and the next thing, if you're representing that you are well off or you have money he's like why not give it to people who don't he's like i'll ask people like hey you know like what brings you in today not wanting the answer of like or looking and searching for the answer you know like i haven't ate today or i might not eat today if it wasn't you know for this organization or i haven't ate since yesterday you know, so that when you put that food on that plate, when you hand that food over, you're like, fuck, this is a person who needs it. And that feeling right there feels real good. But he's like, you know, I have people that say, oh, I just needed some lunch. Just stopped in to get some free lunch. And he's just like, fuck, there's just a part of your soul that hurts. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I understand. I'm like, fucking get it out, man. I'm like, I want to hear about how shitty fucking people can be. And again, this isn't all people. I don't want to paint the picture that this is all people. I know it's not. But the problem is that when you're helping, when you want to help people that are supposedly in this class of people who need help, this is this happens all the time. It's what makes it really hard for a lot of people to want to help is because of this. Now, he's just like, when we give out groceries from our pantry at church. He's like, we carry out the groceries for women and children. He's like, if there's a man there, you carry him out yourself. And I'm just like, fuck, that's actually a really great policy. Seniors too. But if you're a man, you carry out your own groceries. If you need something, you carry out yourself. I'm like, I fucking, I love that. I just like the simplicity of that. If you're a man and you want to come here, carry out your own fucking groceries. I like that. At least take a little bit of responsibility and carry your own shit. I like that. But he's like, I was carrying out some, you know, groceries for this woman. He's like, we walk out to her car and she's got, you know, a recently new, you know, within the last five years, Lexus. 
He's like, I'm not saying that this is a, you know, $200,000 car, but he's like, it's a Lexus. And he's like, she pops open her trunk and there's stuff in the trunk and she goes up to the front and she's like, just, just give me a minute. So he's like, okay, thinking that he's, she's going to clean some stuff out of the trunk or pull it out of the trunk, put it in the front seat or something. So he's standing there by her car, wanting to respectfully give her space because doesn't want to box in this woman into a, a situation where she feels uncomfortable, where now he's standing in like that little narrow aisle in between the cars where she might feel, you know, like her back is against the wall. So just trying to be respectful. He says, she looks at me and says, why aren't you going to put him in? In a really snotty voice. He's like, fuck me. He's like, not only am I carrying out your groceries, not only have you just got these groceries for free, not only am I trying to be respectful and give you your space so that you don't fucking try to tell me that, you know, some microaggression or you felt sexually assaulted or like, you know, you felt like I was trying to do something. I'm trying to respect your space. Not even like, hey, do you mind, you know, throwing those bags in the front for me? I'm not going to take anything out of the trunk. He's like, it's hard to see you know, the, the forest through the trees. My apologies. Giving the microphone a little whack there. But I'm like, I'm like, I got so many stories like that, man. I'm like, it makes it so hard. I'm like, this is the reason why that, you know, I can't work with adults. This is the reason why that I choose to work with children is because there's none of that. There's none of that. And not only is there none of that, your brain perceives a child completely differently. You know, if, if a child is snotty, like they have an opportunity to say to him, like, hey, you know, like, like this isn't how we, we treat people who are trying to help. You know, but you can't say that to an adult. You know that that's going to be an argument. You know, but with most children, not all children, but with most children, you have an opportunity, you have a, you have a lot better of a chance to say that, you know, to a child and teach them in the moment than you do with an adult. You know, if a child walks in and looks like they have a lot of money, which obviously that situation is not going to necessarily happen, but like theoretically, like let's just throw a hypothetical situation out there, which I hate hypothetical situations. But let's throw that out there. It's easier to say like, hey, you know, like you have some money, you, you know, you have means to be able to provide for yourself. Like how about we leave this opportunity for people who don't? But you can't say that to an adult. This is the reason why. Again, I think that this inherent selfishness, this ability to be able to be disgustingly selfish, like this is, this goes back and this taps into those primal roots from when we had to be. It was either you or me. And it's not going to be me. You know, when 200 years ago, you know, you're not even. You know, you look at like 90 years ago, the dirty 30s. You know, when there was that fucking loaf of bread that was a half loaf that was rotten, stale, rock hard. Like, why do you think there's some of these recipes that are, you know, like soggy bread, you know, like, or like dumplings and shit like that. It's like, you know, a lot of these things were created because of the fact that you had to moisten up the stale bread. Could you imagine fucking people feeling like they had to find a way to, you know, moisten stale bread? People don't realize that, you know, milks and cheeses and stuff, like, they were widely consumed just because of the calories, not because they tasted good. People just needed fucking calories because they were high in fat. 
So that's why you have like a lot of these, you know, Eastern European dishes that are heavy creams, you know, like a butter chicken too. You know, things like that, they're heavy fucking creams because of the calories and you're eating like, you know, dumplings or, you know, rollicies or fucking bread or non-bread, you know, anything along those lines because it's just calories for survival. Like, I believe that this is where that, you know, the emotionally unintelligent person comes into play. Where they, where they haven't got past the point where they don't need to be selfish. It's tapping in to that part of them that is just inherently selfish. Because it's all in all of us. It really is in all of us. You just might be doing a great job of managing it, but like, motherfucker, let me tell you, if this world ever gets to be to a point where you have to look across from another person after you haven't ate for two or three days, and there's that fucking, like, resemblance of a meal there, and you're looking at that person, the first time, you might give it to them. The second time, you might have a feeling that I don't want to give it to them. But you give it to them anyway. The third time, you may, hey, why don't we split it? The fourth time, you know, like you start to make your share a little bit bigger than theirs. Because you're the one in control of portioning out the shares. Because last time you let somebody else do that, your portion was a little bit smaller than theirs. And you're a little bit more hungry now. And that fucking monster started to come out. The fifth time, you know, now it's been a couple weeks, maybe a month since you've had a really, you know, decent meal, and you've been starving every day, and you've lost like, you know, 10 pounds, you're getting weak. You know, this is an opportunity, it's like either now or never to try to be able to get some calories in, and now you're just like, that whole meal looks better. Those thoughts, those demons are starting to creep into your mind. It's a slippery slope. It's a really slippery slope to human beings resorting back to how shitty that we can be. Again, you see this in biological life all the time. You see this out in nature all the time. We have representations of it regularly. It's either you or me, bro. And let's hope this world never gets to a place where we are confronted. Because again, it's not in our too distant past. where We were confronted with those realities. And that's a real true test of where we've evolved as people is how long you can keep that monster at bay.